What's up, guys? I'm back. This is Paul. This is Pauline Theology Daily Devo. We're on Ephesians chapter one, and we started on the Godhead. We got the Father was the last episode, and this one is going to be about the Son, and it comes from chapter one, verses seven through twelve. So if you haven't checked it out, go ahead, stop the tape, read it, see what it's about, and then holla back at me as we continue to go through the questions like we always do. If you've already read, man, let's no need stopping. Let's jump on in, man. So what does the scripture have to say? What is Paul actually writing here in Ephesians chapter one, verses seven through twelve? Well, it says we have in him uh, the redemption of our sins. It says we have redemption by his blood, the forgiveness of our transgressions. And it says this was because of the abundant grace which he lavished upon us and all wisdom and insight. That's what's so awesome. man. So the, the, the grace that we receive came at a price. The, the redemption that we have, the, the being bought, because redemption is a slave term, um, because that's what we're in, a bondage of sin. And, and, and what Jesus had to do, what God had to do was send his son Jesus to die in order so that the ransom could be paid that we might have life in him. Jesus says that I came to give my life as a ransom for many. And so that redemption, ransom, those are the same words in the Greek language. And they mean to buy back or to buy out of slavery. And so therefore we're no longer in the slavery of sin, but we're in the, the freedom of Christ. And this was just lavish grace that he poured upon us, a lavish grace. And it, and it continues on to say he did this to make known the mystery of his will. It says, and this was a good pleasure that he did and that he purposed to do in Jesus. So he did this out of the pleasure of his heart, man. This brought him great joy. This brought God great joy to redeem us or buy us back by the blood of Jesus. That's how much we're worth. That is how much he cares about us. And it says, and when the fullness of time, the administration of the fullness of time came, it says that he reconciled all things in Christ, whether it's in heaven or on earth. He says, so there's going to be a time that that God is going to put everything up under his head. The, the Greek word is like a, a triple, three words put together. Paul be, Paul be making some words up sometimes, man. But uh, he put three words together. And the main word comes from the root head. And so he's saying that they are going to, that God is going to sum up all things under the headship of Christ. All things, things on heaven, things on earth, we're going to sum up under the headship of Christ. He's going to reconcile all of these things to Christ. Hmm. That's amazing, man. It says uh, there in, Either in uh, heaven or on earth, man. Everything, everything. And it says, who also that we were given an inheritance or that we have become an inheritance. And I'll explain that in a little bit. It says that we were predestined according to the purpose of God working all things according to the counsel of his will. And so it says here again that that God is either... A, and uh, uh, in the Greek, it is, is a bit 
difficult kind of to render to see what the word means because the word can mean two things it can mean a to uh gain an inheritance or uh um to bestow an inheritance and so god could be saying in this or paul could be writing in this specific term that we are his inheritance which i i love to look at it that way uh and it has qualifications to be so and so i, I think that this is just a, something that he says that we are his glorious inheritance and we'll see that in um we'll see that in um um, chapter verse verse um, 17 I think 16 and or 18 sorry 18 in chapter 1 but here he says that we are his inheritance that he's predestined beforehand working all things to the counsel of his will like this is what we're doing this is what he has done to give us an inheritance he also or it could be the fact that that he has given us inheritance and that he has predestined us to an inheritance that we will receive which is awesome, amazing, which is something he does say here because he says that we have a future to look to. And later he's going to say that we've been raised and set together and made alive with Christ. And so all things that Christ inherits will inherit with him because we are incorporated in him. And then he can say, he, he continues to say that. Uh, uh, and so that this might be. For the praise of his glory. For the praise of his glory, for those who hope in Christ, or those who first hoped in Christ. And so the purpose of all of these things, the reason that he redeemed us and he's giving us an inheritance and that we are called a precious inheritance to them, is so that he might receive the glory and the praise to those who hope in Christ. Whew. Man, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's what Paul's saying. So what is he saying about God specifically in this? Well, first off, I think he's saying that Jesus is God because he calls our Lord. He gives. And then not only that, but he's also special and unique and that he calls him the Christ. Like this is the anointed one, the one who has come to do these things, the one that has been bestowed upon them the power to do these things. And so first off, he is Lord. But second, salvation is is made possible through Jesus. God sent his son, Jesus, to give us salvation. That's what he says, the redemption, the redemption, the forgiveness of our transgressions by his blood. It was a sacrifice that he did. Next thing is everything will be under his dominion. Everything will be under the dominion of God through Jesus Christ. All things, man, all things. Things on heaven, things on earth, everything that you can imagine will be under the headship of Christ. And what that means is that everything will be reconciled to the way that it was supposed to be originally. The beauty that God had created the world and we destroyed it, it will all go, it will all be created anew. It will all be perfect, perfect, perfect. <laughs> It'll all be perfect again. And that's what I'm waiting on. That's a beautiful hope that we can uh, be assured will happen because God has the power to do the things that he says he's going to do. And then also the father does all this because he wants to. It's not obligation. He's not forced. He's not compelled. The only thing he's compelled is because of his own love, because of his own pleasure that he gets to seeing us give praise to him because we love him. And he's also wise and he's also open to sharing his purpose. 
So sometimes I think we forget, and it's an application. Sometimes we wonder, like, uh, what's God's plan? Well, God shares his purpose here. He says he was pleased to do so, and his purpose was to save us so that we might have life. What's this say about man? Well, we are sinners. I hate to say it, but good news comes only in this situation, only because there's bad news, is that we broke the world, man. We sinned. We fell. We're short of the glory that God had created us to be, and because of that, he had to send his son. So we are sinners, but we are also forgiven. We can receive forgiveness through Jesus if we believe for those who hope in Christ. And then we have an inheritance and we are an inheritance. It says that we are a possession. That word I was talking about in, in verse 11, it's uh, and it means either to inherit or to gain an inheritance. And so we are God's inheritance, his possession, something that he longs to gain or we are gaining an inheritance, him, God himself. And that is a wonderful, wonderful thing. And so how can we apply these things? I think that first off, know that God has a plan for the entire world. He has a purpose and he desires to share that purpose with us. And that purpose is that we can be reconciled to him again as man and God. And we can also have the entire world reconciled under him. The things that we see that are so tragic and broken and hurt from the the wars and from storms and, and from even animals uh, and, and men fighting against each other, man, we can find reconciliation. We can find hope again in Christ. And then also know that, man, we are a part of who God is. God has called us to himself that we might be made alive in him. I appreciate you guys for listening, and I will see you in the next episode as we continue on the Godhead and we talk about the Holy Spirit.